Yep. And we back. If you blink, you might miss it. You gotta click it or take it. You gotta go get the get it before it's gone. End it quickly as if it gone. Life is short as a midget, but mine's a little LeBron. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Brittany, the goal getter coach from Envision Greatness, and I am back with another podcast. It's It's been extremely hard for me to get on the mic and talk with you guys because so much has happened over the course of the last couple of months for me. I just finished up my second year or second semester, first year of grad school. So that's done. Super hard because we transitioned over to the online platform and that completely screwed me up because I'm one of those people that has to have that hands-on learning experience in person. Um, Aside from working full-time, it's really, really complicated to try to shift my thinking from doing, doing, doing as a youth worker to doing, doing, doing online. I need that in-person interaction. That's what fuels me. Um, But I really wanted to come on here and kind of share where I'm at with everything that's going on with um, the murder of George Floyd. I'm from Minnesota, and I identify as a biracial woman. Um black and white and this this situation has really really taken a toll on my mental health more than um jamar clark or philando castile did over the past couple of years you know you see things and you hear things and it affects everybody differently but it, it hits me and then i just keep going because especially in this line of work that i'm in here doing um i have to be here and ready to support my clients. Um, Some of the clients, well, majority of the clients that I serve are men of color, 18 to 24. And, you know, they're just, they're just getting out in the world thinking about how they want to contribute. Some, some haven't even had that chance because they already have a record. They already have something holding them back from from getting where they really want to go or just even having the opportunities as their peers might have. And with this situation that occurred, I truthfully did not know until last Tuesday. Um, so the day after, um, and I heard it from my ex who was just, we were in conversation. He was telling me and he's just like this news junkie. So he, he hears it and he's telling me, but it's not really clicking until I get home. And my grandma is completely glued to the screen, the news And I didn't even have to watch the whole video. I still to this day have not watched the video. I probably won't. I'm just emotional. I'm an empath. I feel things. And I, that the rest of that night, just the image with that officer's knee on his neck was enough for me. Um, It was enough already. I've already had enough. I'm really tired already. I've been tired. Um, I feel like everything I do is for the purpose of equality for equity amongst everybody and specifically for my people. Um, I really, I really don't even know how I want to go about this podcast, but I have to, I have to share my voice. I have to let people know. Um, 
it was one thing to feel things uh, through visuals, through video, through pictures, through social media, things like that. But it's another to actually be there. I've had the blessing and opportunity to be brave enough to get out there, to protest, to rally, and just be with my people, just to be with people who are concerned about the same issue that I am concerned about. You know, a lot of my, I would say my family, parts of my white family, they don't get it. They don't understand because there's so much looting and damage to property happening, which isn't us. And I want to make that very clear that we are fighting for justice for George Floyd. We are fighting for justice for all black lives in the midst of all this chaos. I am so serious that um, it is so imperative that we pay attention and that we fight for these things in whatever capacity that we can. I do want to just touch on the fact that I know everybody's mental health is also very important for the folks that are out there doing things for the people that are inside concerned um, about their health, their safety, and um, their friends and family who are outside. Everybody is processing this differently. Um, but I know. And while everyone is processing differently, I think it's so important to pay attention to what is what you're scared of and is your fear taking over your ability to fight for the things that we're already scared of 24-7? I think that's the question that I'm asking myself is my, and again, this is just something to consider as you are thinking about your involvement, your participation, or not participating at all because of your fear. Um, we do it scared. We have to, though, because no one else is going to fight for it if we don't. Um, fight for the injustices that are happening within our community. So I know for me personally, a lot of my anxiety came from what if something happened to me? You know, people in my um, media circle don't necessarily understand social justice in the way that I do and how important it is to get out there. Um, but if you don't do anything, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. And... Whatever you can do, whatever your gifts are, as it relates to this community, um, I'm asking, as you listen, to really get involved, because we need everybody. Um, I think that it's not enough to just sit and talk about it, because we're just really done talking. I think that... If you get it, you get it. If you understand what's going on, you get it. And if you don't, you don't. But I can only lead by example. I can only show my love by proving it. Um, I cannot sit and just talk about what we need to do. Um, but I will say that you do not fight hate with hate. So I know that there's people listening who are really hurt and in pain 
and I'm here with you, especially being from Minnesota, being so close to where this, these things are taking place. I mean, on my own street. And I know a lot of cities are um, protesting right now. But this is history. This is like, this is it. Um, so... Um, I'm just thinking here, like, as we, as we continue to make sense of everything, just know, like, these other three officers, they have not been charged yet. We have to fight for what's right. Um, and so whatever you can do, whether that's bringing supplies to a drop-off spot, whether it's holding down a community business that... W could get looted or has already gotten looted um, and they're coming back again. Whatever your capacity to do to help, we need it. Um, and I say that with love because I, I love humanity and I know deep down we have it in us. But don't let your fear overpower your faith. It's so imperative that we use all that we have within our capacity to fight for what's right. Um, so just keep that in mind as you're contemplating how you can contribute to this movement, how you can contribute um, to healing a community, because there's a lot of pain. And um, we need it. We need all of the support. We need all of the hands on deck to get this and I I just I can't stress that enough that we really need you okay so here we are in 2020 and not only do we have the coronavirus that is killing taking lives from many people we have racism that has been taking lives <laughs> for hun hundreds of years. And I just want to say that not one overtakes the other in that way. They're both equally as important of issues. But if we don't save our people they will continue to be destroyed. So what can you do? How can you play a part in this? First, you have to recognize your own privilege, whatever you bring to the table, whether it's the color of your skin, it's your abilities, it's your money. Um, acknowledge that you have that. I'm talking specifically to those who have privilege in this way. As you acknowledge that, be conscientious of how that shows up when you are advocating for black people, for when you are advocating for any social injustice that's happening or has happened and continues to happen. After you acknowledge that, you need to use that to help the communities that are experiencing injustice. 
For example, if you have money, find organizations that are working to repair the community, whether that's through donations, um, through like GoFundMe accounts or organizations that are specific to um, the community that, that is that they're serving. Um, finances are so important. We can't do this work without money. Um, money is what keeps the world going around, unfortunately, but it's, it's just what it is. So <clears throat> we need people that are okay to build back up what is being destroyed right now. We also need people's voices. If you are, if you can talk and you have relationships with other people, which we all pretty much do, unless you really isolate yourself from other people, talk to those around you. It's okay to agree to disagree. Um, but if you stand for something, like I said, you need to speak on it. You need to let them hear you. Um, if you have a cousin or an auntie or um, your mom or someone who just doesn't agree with what you have going on, use your words with love, but with firmness and what you stand for. They need to hear you. And yes, you're going to have to be okay drawing the lines with people so that they know where you stand. And if they love you, they'll stand with you. It's okay. You don't have to have all the facts. You don't have to have it all. But if you feel it in your heart, you have to stand for it. I myself have had tough conversations with white people who are completely against um, um, just completely against any of the looting or things like that that's happening. And I do not condone looting. However, I understand why people that people are doing that. Um, again, pain talks differently to everybody. And it's so important that we just understand that a lot of this can be avoided if justice is served. So do your part. And what does your part look like? Like I said, um, having these conversations, they don't, you know, you really can't get your point across when you're screaming, when you're yelling at someone. So do your best to discern the conversation and where it's headed and stand for it. I personally believe in infiltrating a system. I believe um, as a future social worker that a lot of my change can happen systemically because this is systemic racism that we are dealing with. And the system has been working since it was first created. So how do you break a system? You have to go through the system. And this is my personal view. I have other um, friends who, who say that's not the way and, you know, would rather um, rally and protest. And I say, there's not one way to do this. You can do it any way you see it possible. As long as your heart is in the right place, as long as you are fighting to diminish racism, to, to get rid of it entirely. Um, if people tell you that there's only one way to do it and it has to be this way, that's wrong. Um, 
because there's more than one truth. There's more than one way. And we need every way possible to get rid of this. Um, but don't fight hate with hate. Because it only builds the fire bigger. And divides us even more. So do it with love. Love your brothers and sisters. Black, white, yellow, blue, purple. It doesn't matter. But do it with love. And take care of yourself in the midst of it. I know um, for the first two days, two or two and a half, three days, I've, I didn't have an answer for myself. I really wanted to get on here and speak, but I really did not have the words. I didn't even know what I was feeling, how to process it. Um, some of my fr- fr- white friends did not know. They didn't know how to feel for it because it wasn't their community. I'm going to tell you that trauma looks different for everybody. Um, you don't have to identify as a black person to feel the pain because wrong is wrong. And so if you're feeling traumatized by what you see on TV, what you hear from other people or you're on social media, um, It's okay to feel what you feel, but don't just sit there and do nothing. Um, Do something. Something looks different. Pray. Um, B. Simone, the comedian, just got some backlash for um, how she identifies um, as a Christian. And some protesters are upset that she's not out there on the front lines. And I will tell you, everyone, everyone's support looks differently. Um. Mine looks different. I am not a radical activist, but I am out there when I can be. And if I'm not out there, I'm talking about it, which is what I'm doing right now with this podcast. Um, Because I need to replenish my energy. I have to be ready to talk to my clients tomorrow about this. I need to address this as someone who, who um, identifies, I identify as a leader, Um, but it's, it's going to be different how I, how I show up and I lead and support in this work. Because like I said, I'm, I'm more of a systematic person. I really look at what the web, the web, because it's so deeply rooted. I really look at that and say, how can I contribute to fighting against this system? And a lot more folks can be radical with it and that's okay. And it's not one is better than the other. It just is what it is. And I appreciate all sides who fight against the same thing because we're really fighting against hatred here. Um, And in the midst of it, I I felt a lot of trauma from just the experience of being black and knowing my loved ones, um, my family, my friends, they're black. Um, And I'm scared every day. I'm scared all the time. I'm scared for myself. (laughs) I look black. So I'm scared for myself and um, we just need to get out there. We need to do what we can Um, getting out there. I mean, like writing to your legislators, calling, like getting on people's asses. That's what we need is people persistent, consistent, um, consistently, man, we need that. And um You know, as I'm talking about goals here, the goal is to abolish racism. The goal here 
is people versus racism. Like you might see on social media, it is not people against people. It's people against racism and the racism has to stop. Um, it would, it withholds so many people. It locks our people up. It kills our people. Um, the dreams that some of my clients coming in to want to pursue don't even start because they have maybe an open court case over something they got charged that um, maybe a white person wouldn't get charged with or wouldn't get the same amount of time or the same consequence. There's things, even as young people, you get a record and that's just like, it's over before it starts, you know? So I just want to let it be known that we need everybody, whatever you can do. If you're a writer, write a letter. You call, you know how to make calls, you know how to get on that phone, make those phone calls. Talk to your friends and family, find your people, go support the protesting if you can, if you feel comfortable doing that, um, and take care of yourself. It's okay if you're exhausted sometimes. Give yourself that. You have to tell yourself it's okay. You know what you're doing to fight. Um, Cause I definitely need rest. I, I, my emotional capacity, the cup was full yesterday. I was tired. My feet were tired. I walked two miles, but it was historic and I felt it. I needed it. I was a part of it. Um, and I feel good about that. It restored my hope, my peace just being a part of that. So if you're someone like me who is so confused, I would advise you in some capacity. Um, I would encourage you to get out there. I would encourage you to just step foot outside and walk because um, the people that are fighting for this, they're, they're out there and they're doing it peacefully. Now I can't speak for overnight. I can't speak for when it gets dark out because there is a lot of organized crime happening. Um, and it's not all on us. It's not all the community that's doing that. I did see two, two white supremacists on motorcycles yesterday in South Minneapolis. And I've been to South Minneapolis so many times that it just, they were out of the ordinary. They were really like not part of that community whatsoever. Not there. You could tell they weren't there to protest or anything. So that was an eye opener for me, but this is what you should anticipate. This is what you should expect. Um, so if you're going to be outside, be cautious of your surroundings. I know when people are have privilege that it's so easy to just go outside and leave your purse unopened. Um, or like you just maybe aren't so aware, but you have to be. Um, I know black people, we get this. People of color in general, we get this. But just keep your eyes and ears open for what you see, what you hear all around you. Um that is so important because you know who's on the side of justice. Um, but like they said at the rally yesterday, if they're not with us, they're against us. And that's, that's what it is, period. If you're not with us, you're against us. Um, and like I said, it's not us versus um, them. But if they're on the side of racism, then they're against us. And that is what it is. Um, and it's okay. Like totally anticipate 
a bunch of de- deleting a bunch of people off of your social media. But if they're not for what you stand for, they really are against it. And this is about love. This is about love and acknowledging that if there's a house burning down, I think a celebrity said this so clearly. If there's a house burning down and there's no other houses burning down around them, where do you put out the fire? You put it on the house that's burning, right? That's black people. We are burning. Um, we are suffering. We are confused. We're lost. And we, we speak out in different ways through activism, through music, through a lot that is appreciated in some way, shape, or form um, when it comes to this, but never acknowledged the way that it should be. So we're asking for you to fight with us. Um, and in the midst of it, you know, find different ways to get a part of the roles um, that are acclimating with this movement. So... Um, just to repeat myself, fight. We're looking for people to activate. Leslie Res- Redman, who is the Minneapolis chapter NAACP president, has an organization called Don't Complain, Activate, DCA. Um, and that is a really good place to start here if you're in Minnesota. Um, there's organizations that are very similar all across the nation. So just get involved. Um, and this isn't the time to just sit and watch. It's not. So, you know, as you're thinking about trauma, like it's okay to experience it the way that you are through frustration, through sadness, through, um, anger, all of that, but activate after you felt what you felt, do something. Use your platform. Use your voice. Make it known that you are against racism and that you are doing what you can in your capacity to be a part of this movement. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's what I'll say for now. Um I went from, you know, having these podcasts being very organized as I'm an extremely organized person, but I can't wait to be organized, especially right now when I am not, but I'm out here. I'm doing something. I'm using my voice as much as I can to just showcase to the world that we need everybody, all hands on deck for love, um, for peace for equity. We need it all and we need it now. So if you've ever thought of how to get involved, but didn't know how, you just need to start. You just need to start. You'll figure out the rest later. Make a move now. This is a call to action in my most peaceful way. But we need you, we love you, and we're ready for you to join us. So peace, love, and activate. If you have questions of how you could specifically get involved or you want to talk about it, things like that, I have um, 
change some things around. The Goal Getter Podcast is its own platform on Instagram. So the goal at the Goal Getter Coach is just for goals. And that's the goal. Just to be clear today, this podcast is to activate, accepting that we have trauma, but we carry that trauma every day when we need to use what we have to push this agenda to remove racism from this country and from the world. So that is the goal. (laughs) If you didn't get it before and to acknowledge where you're at and to keep looking ahead. So accept what you have today, what privilege you carry today and look ahead, look at what you can do to infiltrate that privilege that you have into these systems that are working towards racism. We are pushing, we are removing, we are abolishing racism here. So accept where you're at, accept what you have to bring and contribute to pushing against that agenda. And what else? Um, If you have questions, you have comments, feel free to email them to me in visiongreatness1 at gmail.com. And for me personally, I am not, I am just one person within this community. Um, But I think I can say this as a person in the community. We need you. We love you. And we need your help now all across we need your guidance we need your support we need resources we need everything we need jesus we need everybody um so yeah i'm gonna end there and i hope you guys have a blessed day have a blessed week I pray for the lives of these these folks um, that are out here day and night. Help us protect our communities. Help us grow in our communities. And, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode of Envision Greatness with the Goal Getter Coach. This is Brittany, and I am signing off. Stay blessed.